Hello, and welcome to Mama Wisdom. Today, we are focusing on a series of birth stories. So you'll be hearing stories from real mamas, and papas, and doulas, and a whole range of people who have been present during the birth of a child. Hello, I'm Emma, and this is my birth story. I have two beautiful boys. Um, I have had three um, pregnancies, uh, two with um, ending in babies. Um, For each time I fell pregnant, I had a space of eight months um, to fall pregnant, which I thought was kind of strange that it was the exact same time to fall pregnant each each time I did. Um, my first son is five and he is such an angel um, and the fir- obviously um, the first one that made me a mum. So my birth with him was amazing I guess it was so um new and different I didn't know what to expect um I think I think one of the things that I really tried to uh focus on leading up to his birth was not to have a plan (laughs) I did not want to have um a plan I just knew that I wanted to try to do it without um, drugs however if it happened throughout the process that it needed to have I needed to have something I would have Um, so yeah I think the best uh, thing for me was not having a plan I was out for dinner watching my best friend play his um, concert when my waters ruptured and I had Um, I was lucky enough to have my mum present because she lives overseas, so she was visiting, so that was really good timing. Um, And I had my husband and my sister um, present as well for me, so I went into the hospital to get checked over once my waters had ruptured, and that was a Sunday night, um, the 25th of August, 2013. And I went in and they confirmed, yes, my waters had been um, ruptured and I was admitted into hospital. I remember they gave me, um, they gave me some sleeping drugs actually. And I remember waking up around 3am to go to the bathroom of Monday morning and I was really drowsy from the from the sleeping uh, drugs they'd given me the night before and I was sitting on the toilet and I remember having uncomfortable kind of pains or like little niggles I suppose in my stomach but I was so tired that I just went straight back to sleep Um, so I then woke up and had a check at like 7 a.m. I think it was Monday morning and my husband was actually due to go out of town for work and I don't know what he was thinking but he turned up in his work uniform I'm like dude seriously (laughs) 
Pete admitted to hospital. But anyway, he turned up and the doctor's like, oh, you're not going to um to work. You're going to be uh, having this baby today. I was like, yep. Um, so I had actually dilated three centimeters overnight. Um, nothing really progressed quickly, though, I guess, being the first time um, I was going through the whole birthing journey my body was just taking its time and easing into it um I ended up getting I I continued to dilate like slowly through the day but I think it was like 4 p.m that Monday night so that's where the 26th of August and I was put onto um a drip so they had like induced they were inducing me with the um the drip just to like move things along the birthing suite was like super busy that day so they were happy to like let me go through the day and then push me along I guess through the night um I was watching um x factor actually (laughs) and I was calm and everything was fine and I was moving through the motions really calmly and I wasn't overly in pain or anything like that and then um I ended up um, getting the in- the drip increased, I think it was like around 8pm and then I remember taking my glasses off my head and I just knew, alright, shit is getting real now and I had to like <laughs> focus like on getting this baby out. Um, so I went through um, the contractions that really started to like kick in then. Um, they were really intense. I remember laying on the bed and I was just like oh my goodness this is so painful (laughs) just breathing and I remember my husband saying you know you can take something if you want and I was like no I'm fine you know like I'm just I'm okay at the minute and um the contractions were just coming so hard and so fast and they just weren't stopping for like this period of time and then all of a sudden it kind of just had a break and I was like, get me up and get me into the shower. I just felt this strong urge to be in the water. Like water for me is so calming and I just needed to be in the water and the hot water. Oh, it was so amazing. Like I can't even like explain how beautiful the hot water was. And for the rest of my labor, I just labored in the shower um, with the hot water over my stomach or then over my back, depending where the pain was at the time. And then as I felt the urge that I needed to push, they moved me back to the bed. So they didn't want to have like birth my son in the, um, in the shower for safety reasons, I suppose. So that was fine with me. Um, we moved back into the bed and I just started pushing. I don't, I, I feel like I missed this part of my first son's um birth compared to my second where I can really remember the the pushing phase with him um up to this point my labors were pretty much exactly the same except with Nate which is my baby who's two he um my waters broke a lot more with him originally. So that was probably the only difference up to this point where I could, um, where I was pushing. So I remember with Jai kind of 
feeling really out of my body and um yeah I I don't remember a great deal I guess of the pushing I don't think I pushed too many times I think it was like three or four it wasn't a heap but I remember they used saline um for when I was holding his head and it was crowning and if you ever have the opportunity <laughs> to have the saline, I would totally recommend it because it just eases the burn. Um, so I ended up um, getting th- uh, through that stage. I got his head um, out and then um, the doctor said, Please- oh, actually, I just remembered there was a complication with him a little because his um, umbilical cord was wrapped around his neck actually and the doctor was watching so closely mainly like the midwife for helping me birth and so the doctor was watching and stopped things briefly to unhook the umbilical cord from his neck and then we moved forward um normally I guess so I ended up um getting that out and he actually said to me like don't push don't push and if you've ever had a baby you know when someone says don't push, it's sometimes it's just not going to happen. Like your body just does exactly what it wants to do and it wanted to push. So I ended up getting a little tear with Jai. Um, and once his shoulders were out, I just remember him flipping out as horrible <laughs> as that might sound. Um, and I he didn't cry, which is something that I found – odd at the time and I guess because my adrenaline was pumping through me so much I just didn't I didn't know like I expected him to cry and make all this noise and he wasn't crying and they like laid him on me and then I started freaking out I'm like he's not breathing oh my god is he okay like he's not crying is he okay is he not breathing I just kept repeating all these um like random cries I guess as my body and my mind were catching back up with each other um and then looking at him and he was just, oh, he was so beautiful, big. He was a big baby. He was nine pound two and he was actually one week early. So I, um, he was a big baby. Um, and I think he was just obviously exhausted, just like his mama. And he was just taking a moment and then he started crying and free, like, well, he was breathing the whole time. I could now um, be okay with the fact that, yes, he was actually breathing. Um, and I remember looking up at my husband and he had like a tear, which is um, which was really beautiful. And he was just, he was just perfect. He was just so perfect in so many ways. And um, yeah, it was just amazing. And with Nate, pretty much exactly the same um, birthing story. I used the hot shower as again, but his was probably half the time of my labor with Nate with Jai it was eight hours uh roughly give or take like a full labor not can not from when my waters broke or anything but um and Nate was only about four and a half I think he was so um he came a lot quicker but I um I guess the only other difference with Nate was he um, I had a lot more pressure in my back with him, actually. He was positioned a little differently. Um, so the hot water was mainly used on my back, which was really good. And I remember actually feeling the um, strong urge to, like, 
go to the toilet. Like I needed to um, like poo, I guess, it was because he was the way that he was. So I kind of felt like I needed to go to the toilet and I ended up um, getting out of the shower to sit on the toilet and then I was like – to my sister oh my god it's coming and she's like what the poo I'm like no the baby <laughs> so I remember like getting the nurse they come and check me and then they get moved me onto the bed and yep sure enough his little head was there so um he was on his way and um I remember a lot more of the pushing with him and the holding of the head was like excruciating because it was so um it burnt so badly and they didn't use the saline this time um even though I had mentioned the saline at the beginning obviously um everyone kind of just wasn't thinking about saline at that time but um so I actually got the full feeling of that and it was um it was it was it was a burn kind of thing I guess but I the beauty of labor I suppose is once you've moved through one stage there is no pain like you just got to keep on breathing and keep on focused and um and then yeah Nate was um out in a couple of pushes as well and um he was eight pound 12 two weeks early so I have big had big babies um but beautiful beautiful labors I was very blessed to have that and I think the biggest tip for what I try to pass on to people that are going through it um is don't have a plan keep focused one contraction at a time um you know you just take it step by step and I think try to remain as calm as you possibly can because um your body knows what it needs to do. And I found like my body just really just did, did it so naturally. I was so blessed to have such a beautiful experience and my body just did it so perfectly. And, um, I, I was so proud of myself and of, of what I had achieved. Um, you know, I managed to do two natural labors, no drugs, just, um, yeah, the hot water and the breathing and just focusing. And they were pretty quiet, actually. My sister um, kind of reminds me how how quiet I was. Like I wasn't swearing, which is unusual for me because I kind of do swear a little bit, even though I try hard not to, but it just um, tends to slip out. But we're through the whole birthing uh, phase. I, I did it and I just was like, oh, that feels a little bit uncomfortable. And she's like laughing at me because I was... <laughs> Um, so calm, I guess. So yeah, it was, it was, it was a beautiful, beautiful experience. Very blessed to have two, um, amazing birthing stories. So I had, um, I've had three, three pregnancies, two of which finished as uh, babies, two beautiful boys. So my second pregnancy um, was an eptopic pregnancy, um, something that I didn't really know a lot about until going through it myself. Um, I remember with this pregnancy, I actually found out I was pregnant like really early. I think it was even like four or five weeks. Like it was a little bit funny. And the reason – why I even did a test was I had um, spotting 
And I was talking to my mum and she had mentioned about, have you done a pregnancy test? And I'm like, well, no, like, because I didn't kind of put um, spotting and pregnancy together in my brain. Um, Anywho, I did a, I did a test and sure enough, I was pregnant, um, which was exciting because we had been trying for about eight months. Um, Each time I fell pregnant, it was eight months. So... Um, I was excited, but I kind of felt different. I, um, I don't know how to explain it. It was like, I just knew something just may not be right. Um, and I actually made a real big point with my husband to say, don't tell anybody until, um, you know, don't tell anybody just yet. Let's just wait. Let's just wait till we tell anybody. Um, so that was fine. We carried on with the pregnancy and it got to about um, eight weeks, I believe. And or maybe it was six weeks. We were, we were away on holidays and I... We had just told John's dad, actually, because he had, like, visit us in um, Agnes Waters where we were holidaying. And um, so we just told him that I was pregnant. And so that night I was going to bed and all of a sudden I had, like, massive pain in my, life. Um, abdomen, like in my stomach. And I was just like, what the hell is going on? And I was like, oh, maybe it's just, you know, like, you know, upset stomach or like a, like a plantation kind of maybe. I don't know. I didn't really know what it was, but I kind of just breathed through it for a few minutes and it just wasn't going anywhere. And it just kept like, I was trying to roll over and get comfortable and, um, I just kept oh, so, so painful and I got up and just got into the shower, um, you know, thinking back <laughs> to my um, birth with like Jai, hot water was like amazing. So I thought, you know, maybe if I just get in there with the water and um, just let it run over me, that it, like it'll just stop, it'll calm down. And I mean, this had now been going on for about 15 15 or more minutes like it was pretty intense and it hadn't stopped so I called out to my husband I'm like something's not right I need to um I think I need to go to the hospital I need to call an ambulance or something it was so painful and anyway finally we ended up well because we were away and there's no real um we didn't weren't really sure about the ambulance like they were just down the road so John actually drove me down to the ambulance station and sure enough there was no one there so we kind of just sat there and as I kind of sat and time passed the the pain started to ease and eventually the ambulance officers turned up asking if I was okay and um I was like telling them you know I am pregnant they're like how how far along are you I'm like oh probably only like six weeks and they're like oh no it can't be anything to do with that like it's so early I was like yeah I I guess it's like excruciating though I can't explain how painful like it was um anyway I got sent home that night and they just said to me please go up to the hospital in Bundaberg um 
to get a scan or something to check it out. So I did that and the next day I got admitted to hospital and um, they couldn't see anything on a scan because it was so um, early and I hadn't had any more pain. Everything was was beautiful and fine again. So I ended up heading home and um, it was about a week later, maybe maybe close to two weeks later. So I probably would have been around the eight-week mark now. Um, I had gone to see my GP when I came back from holidays and had told him what happened. And he was a little bit concerned. You know, he wanted me to get blood tests, check my count, which was still going up. So he was like, okay, maybe it's fine. But he must have just sensed something and sensed something as well. Cause he kind of kept on me a little bit over the, over the couple of weeks. And, um, he actually had just called me this after this particular day and, checking in hey Emma you know is everything fine how are you feeling I'm like yeah great like I haven't had any more pain I was starting to think okay maybe I was just like imagining things everything's going to be fine kind of thing and um, my sister was actually sick that day so I was running around after her and I just got home and Jai would have only he was only um he was only two at this at this time so he was like you know we were just doing chilling out, playing and stuff. And then all of a sudden I got home, probably only been home like about 40 minutes and this sharp pain started. And I was like, I was like, oh, okay, right. This is happening again. And um, I ended up laying on the couch and Jai was so beautiful, like just kind of staying near me. Like he could sense that something was not right with his mom. And I called John and told him what was happening. He's like, oh, my God, get off the phone and call an ambulance. And I ended up calling, um, trying to get onto my sister. I couldn't get onto her, so I called my best friend to come out and pick Jai up so um, I could get the ambulance out. Um, and, you know, I knew he was fine. So the ambulance came and got me and took me up to hospital. And um, I was starting to get a little bit scared. Like, I was nervous. I was, you know, by myself. John was away at work. He was coming back like um, he was on his way because he, I guess, sensed something was wrong as well. And um, he was a couple of hours away. But they didn't um, they didn't mess around with me when I got into the hospital. Like I was straight uh, attended straight away into a room, um, monitored closely, like people coming in every kind of like 20 minutes. I, um, I was still in pain. Um, it had ease somewhat but was still there like um the whole time and um then I I needed to go to the bathroom and I remember I remember going to the bathroom and I was sitting down and I looked down at my undies and I could see blood and I was like okay something is definitely wrong um and at that point I guess it just really hit me that I didn't think I was going to be, you know, meeting this baby. Um, And I ended up, I told the nurse through tears (laughs) that um, I was bleeding now and the pain was still there. And I was rushed to a, um, I was rushed to a ultrasound so they could check over um, everything 
they and they never tell you much um, when you get ultrasounds, as we all kind of know. Have we have we been through that process before? Um, and one thing I did pick up on the conversation is that they saw um, blood. They had they saw blood in my um, uterus or whatever. So I ended up getting told that they believe. Um, that I am actually, I do have an ectopic pregnancy, which does mean surgery to um, remove the pregnancy. So at this point, I was so scared um, because my husband wasn't there yet and I had to call him and tell him um, the news. And at this, also at this point, Every time I got really upset or if I laid flat, um, I had started to get really, really sharp pains in my shoulders, um, which they call shoulder tip pain. And that was even worse than the pain in my stomach. Like I can't, oh, that was just horrible. Um, So I had to like, ring him through tears this pain in my shoulders has started it was just horrible horrible and he was on his way home um so they were prepping me then for surgery and getting everything sorted it was going to be keyhole but um I was going to be losing one of my fallopian tubes so I lost it was on my left side so I ended up um, losing my left fallopian tubes through the process um I remember as they were actually I got up to this I got up to the ward and just before they came to get me John arrived I I just and as soon as I saw him I just burst into tears because I was just I was so it was just such an emotional time and um so grateful to see him before I went into surgery so it was um yeah it was pretty intense and Anyway, I got wheeled off um, and as I was getting ready to go into theatre, like um, just laying because I had to lay flat in, on, a, on the theatre bed, right? So the pain in my shoulders was just nothing else that I've ever experienced. Like even having gone through labour, like <laughs> it was so intense. Like oh, it was just horrible. And obviously every time I met someone new or there was a new staff member, I had to explain what I was there for, you know, and you're going into theatre, you have to double check and check and check and check that we're doing the right procedure, you're aware of what's happening. And every time I had to mutter the words that I had an eptopic pregnancy and I was going for surgery to remove this pregnancy from my body, I just got so upset and I would cry and the pain would be intense and it was just so awful I remember one of the the doctors just before I went they're like it's okay it's okay we'll make it stop soon like because I at this point I was just like make this pain stop please like just make this pain stop and um I went in for surgery I had um it was keyhole surgery I actually was really 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 blessed someone was looking over me because I had it took them a couple of minutes to remove the pregnancy from my fallopian tube however it took them nearly an hour to empty the blood that was in just free flowing blood um internally in me I had been slowly bleeding out for the 
couple of weeks that I'd, I am guessing from when I first had that pain. Um, so I was very, very blessed and lucky to have gotten through that um, whole journey still alive, I think, because um, one of the biggest um, uh, issues with Eptopic is that is the mother having a rupture and, and um, dying through internal like bleeding. So I was very, very lucky. Um, so, yeah, it was a very full-on experience, but I guess it made me value, um, or even though I did value, obviously, my, my baby at the time, but just so it just reminded you how precious life really was. And um, it was, yeah, it was a hard, it was a hard um, thing for me, I guess, too. Like you feel like you failed, you feel... You just feel sad because you just knew there was this little human that was starting to develop that was you'd never going to meet. Um, we always wanted to try and ha- well, have like one of each if possible. <laughs> and I guess even to this day, I wonder, I wonder if that second baby was a girl. Um, but I feel like, you know, it was obviously um, nature's way of, nature's way of just making things right you know maybe there was something else wrong with the baby or with me or something so you know like everything does happen for a reason but yeah it was a hard it was a hard time so and it's still hard every time someone asks you you know medically how many pregnancies and you have to say three and only two babies so you know you're constantly reminded every now and again about about the loss and um, you kind of do – well, I, I feel a little sad every time I kind of think about it, but I'm definitely blessed to have my two babies that I do have. If you have a story that you'd like to share, please email me at mamawisdompodcast at gmail.com or you can find me on Facebook. I'm Chandra Jote Coates. Reach out to me anytime for anything.